0: they're changing the American Eagle design next year. So you can imagine what's going to happen to the value. They're just 20 sets around. So it's a first-come, 1st first serve basis. Give Noble Gold a call at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We have another exciting show for you, really exciting. We have L.A. Marzulli with us, and we're going to be talking about recent disclosure, UFOs. What is it that they're really trying to tell us? We're going to get into all of that here on The Common Sense Show, the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And we are brought to you by a couple of people that pay our bills, but you need to pay attention do you think the dollar is going to be around long i don't it's going off as the world reserve currency and it's how many trillions of dollars in debt no it's not going to last that much longer when we go away from the world reserve currency no petrodollar no dollar so where's your money well okay you need to you need to get into precious metals if you're already not i recommend doing what we do we have a few months of uh, operating capital and we've taken the rest and put it into alternatives. Gold, silver, bitcoin, IRA backed by gold, not certificate, the real thing. And ladies and gentlemen, if you do that, you're gonna come out smelling like a rose. Noble Gold can help you with all that. I want you to give them a call because take it for me, I'm not just an advertiser, I am a customer of Noble Gold. And they are the most professional, low pressure people I know, and I could not be happier. 877 877- Six four six five three four seven. that's 877 646 5347 tell him dave hodges of the common sense show told you to call the other issue that i'm concerned about for humanity food when i learned that bill gates was the largest owner of farmland in america i freaked this man his middle name should be depopulation everything he touches turns to absolute you know what and when he's involved in something Katie, bar the door. And then you got Biden's (laughs) capital gains tax, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, It's going to be impossible for farmers today to pass along their farms to the second generation. Why? Because the capital gains tax is not forgiving. It counts all the capital equipment in the value that they have to pay. So let's say you have $45 million worth of capital equipment, which isn't a lot for a big farm. Maybe you're only clearing $100,000. How are you going to pay the 45% tax on the 45000000 million? Let's just say you have $4 million in capital. <laughs> there you go. And when you let all these people get a hold of the farmland, and I'm talking just a few corporations, the Federal Reserve will be picking up the notes on the mortgages, the banks, and of course Bill Gates. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. We're already seeing food inflation you're going to see hyper food inflation, and then you're going to see scarcity. And then you're going to see the left wing of this country, the ones controlled by the CCP, the ones who are dedicated to the takedown of the Constitution, they will use food as a weapon for compliance. That's why you need to buy our storable food. Restaurant quality, 25-year shelf life, 20% off the four-week package. And you go, Dave, I need more than four weeks. I agree. You probably need two years in seeds but you can buy it for week increments and you'll save that 20%. Go to preparewithdave.com, that's preparewithdave.com. And listen folks, we have I get offers to advertise every single day. We turn down 90% of them. Noble Gold and MPS preparewithdave.com. We've had these sponsors for years. I'm customers of both of them. Our family is. Please, please, please don't put this off. I mean this sincerely. My mission here on the Common Sense Show is to bring people to Jesus because He's your best protection in what's coming. But additionally, folks, God helps those who help themselves please take what i'm saying seriously well we've had la marzulli on before and steve quayle had me cover the branson conference where he spoke it was fantastic and um <laughs> and i i just said with all the alien disclosure going on the pentagon they used to call ufo sightings swamp gas now they're saying it's technology we can use and i'm going whoa wait a minute Wait a minute. they fall on their heads to to the on the way to the five-sided building? What is going on here, L.A.? I'm glad you're here because you're one of the foremost experts on this topic, and I couldn't wait to get you on to get your take on what's really happening.
1: Well, it, it's great to be here, Dave. Thanks for having me on again. Always our, good. Our pleasure. Uh, yeah. Um, we are uh, basically on the sixth rung of the disclosure ladder and people need to understand that some of us have been flapping our arms desperately trying to warm a church of something which I coined way back in the 90s the coming great deception uh, Jesus warns us men will faint from fear from what is coming upon the earth It'll be like the days of Noah when he returns so those scriptures are very telling uh, Paul adds to that Satan comes with all signs and lying wonders so for the last, I don't know, 15 years, you've had the History Channel, um, every Friday night, now they've moved it to Saturday, uh, Ancient Aliens, I was on the first two seasons of that, and they are promulgating the idea that we've been visited by extraterrestrials, people from other worlds, and that they were responsible for the technology and many of the artifacts that we find, and the sites that we find from Saksewaman to Gobekli Tepe to Gilgal Raphaim. all these different sites. But I have a different spin on it, and I've I've maintained that, which is why I never went back to Ancient Aliens after the second season because I was being heavily censored and my words were being twisted. And from that, that was the nexus of the Watchers series with the late Richard Shaw, my business partner, and we created ten films in there. But I've written, like Steve Quay, I've written a lot of books on this. Um, I've been into it since I was about 16. Eric Von Daniken's books came out, and I was a student of Von Daniken, and I was not a Christian at the time. Raised Catholic, left the church, um, and I was became a Christian at, at the ripe old age of 30. That's now 40 years ago. So I've been I've been doing this forever, looking at it and uh, calling this the coming great deception. So that's sort of a quick backstory, a thumbnail sketch. When we move to 2017, I'm watching Tucker Carlson, and I've presented this information. You mentioned the uh, the 2019 um, or wh- whichever it was the UFO conference that we did when we were all, it, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a pre-record, we were live at Branson, and it was, for me, it was, it was a real high mark, because it was UFO, and, and he had some great people speaking, and it was a really good conference. But, 2017, I'm sitting in front of the TV watching Tucker Carlson, and at the end of the show, to get about five minutes left, he starts off, UFOs used to be the things of tinfoil hats and conspiracy theorists, but maybe we shouldn't think that anymore, And then he goes from there, Commander David Fravor is a former F-18 pilot who had an encounter with a tic-tac-shaped UFO. He's here to tell us about it. Commander Fravor, thanks for coming on the record. Well, I'm on the edge of my seat at this point. So it's Tucker. It's a triptych. Tucker on the left, Fravor in the center. And on the right, they've got film of the declassified tic-tac-shaped UFO, which at one time was classified. And you know, the interview goes on and it, it's sort of a very softball interview and Tucker Carlson asked him towards the end, in your opinion, what do you think this was? Fravor Commander David Fravor looks right at the camera and says whatever this was was not of this earth That's what he said. was not of this earth now that's the, the, the first rung on the disclosure ladder we don't know how many rungs that there are before we get full blown disclosure but that was it, that, that served as the nexus for the book UFO Disclosure the 70 year old cover up and, you know, any student in the media would have to ask themselves immediately, wait a minute, this guy, David Fravery, doesn't have a book, doesn't have a DVD. He's essentially a nobody. What I mean by that, I don't mean that in a pejorative sense. I just mean that, you know, he's got no media footprint. He doesn't do anything. He <coughs> doesn't have a podcast or nothing. doesn't have a blog, not doing anything. So who calls Tucker's producer and goes, hey, we'd like to get Commander David Fravery on next Friday? Who does that? Who's got the power to do that? Who's got the power to show, which at one time was classified footage, on Tucker Carlson? And the reason why it's Tucker Carlson, it's the most conservative show, and most of the audience is made up of conservative Christians. So they throw this up on the flagpole, as it were, to see the reaction, flatline. There is no reaction. I'm jumping up and down. I can't even believe what I'm seeing. That's the first run. Since then, there have been constant disclosure being rolled out uh, deliberately. It's a managed agenda, as the late Chuck Messer would say. The second row is Luis Elizondo, once again on Tucker Carlson show. And Tucker said, well, in your opinion, does the United States government have has in its possession wreckage from crashed UFOs? And he hems and haws and says, well, you know, I take my NDA non-disclosure agreement very seriously. But the short answer is yes. Well, with all due respect, Mr. Elizondo, this, the audience is being set up. You're making it sound like you're, you're tipping your hand. First of all, you know what an NDA is, and you, the correct answer is I cannot confirm or deny that, Mr. Car- Mr. Carlson. Let's move on. That's what you would say. But he said yes, and Tucker recircled the wagons and asked them again, and Elizondo confirmed that. Yes, the United States government has in their possession wreckage from crashed UFOs. The reaction? Again, flatline. The church, dead. Not, not even thinking about it. Gary Stearman and I are jumping up and down. We can't believe what we're looking at. The third rung is when uh, Chris Mellon comes back on. CNN, also Tucker Carlson and other media outlets. And they've tested the metal from the crashed UFO. And lo and behold, there are isotopes in that metal not found on this earth. Again, the reaction, totally flatline. However, at this point in time... Uh, more more and more people are starting to wake up. Not a lot, but a few. People are going like, did you see this? My inbox is now getting flooded anytime there's something happening on Tucker Carlson. The fourth rung of the the ladder is of, of the disclosure ladder is the United States Pentagon admits that UAPs are real. Unidentified aerial phenomena. Notice that they don't call them unidentified flying objects, UFO. Because that that uh, had bad negative connotations. They've been poo-pooing that forever and making anyone. I mean, theirs was the entire disinformation campaign to discredit anyone who would even think about believing in UFOs. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You know, proudly wear your tinfoil hat. But that's that's the uh, that's the Pentagon. So the fifth rung on um, the disclosure ladder the United States government. This all happens like sometimes it's four to six weeks. Sometimes it's very quickly. Sometimes it's longer. It's it's sporadic. So the, the fifth room is when the United States government declares in um, all media that the United States government has in its possession vehicles not made on this uh, not made on this, earth, not made on this earth, off-world vehicles not made on this earth. Now that's you would think that everybody would go whoa 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 wait a minute, not the case. There are a few people that are looking at it. I'm, obviously Steve Quayle is. I know you are. Uh, we are over here. Gary Stearman is, Tom Horn is, there's a few of us, the watchmen are looking at it, we can't believe what we're seeing, nevertheless, it's it's like in your face, it's in your face. So for the government to say something like that, validates Bob Lazar in the 90s, when Lazar talked about the sports model at legendary Papoose Lake Area 51, the Groom Lake testing ground. Um, So... Number six on the ladder, the rung on the disclosure ladder, is David Faber returns and states on the record that when he closed in on the tic tac shape object, it jammed his radar. Now, he didn't say that the first time. The second show, which is, you know, a couple years later, he stated, yeah, it jammed my radar. That's an act of war. That is an act of war. There's no doubt about that. That's what it is. So, you know, we're moving into the seventh rung of, of, of the disclosure ladder with all the sightings um, that we're seeing I actually on my daily program Dave I showed up footage from San Bernardino that happened fairly recently and we're still trying to figure out what what it is we're looking at it appears to be the real thing the people who were shooting it on their cell phone they're freaked out so it, this is going somewhere it's it's mounting it's 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 being revealed it's deliberate and this is the coming great deception in my opinion
0: it is um i'm gonna repeat a story i've been telling and i've kept it quiet for nine years because i was afraid people would think i was crazy but in the present environment maybe they'll think i'm only half crazy but but before i tell you the story i don't know if you're familiar uh with my father's background i had to keep it secret until my mom passed in 2011 because she was getting his two pensions one was from With Dave.com that's waterwithdave.com save $80 for a short time the navy and he was uh, early retired after he and his best friend an admiral were in charge of putting nukes on the first ship in the navy that would have been the carrier roosevelt and they wow. retired him about a year after that early with full benefits sent him to denver where he worked um, at uh, Martin Marietta, now called Lockhe- Martin Lockheed, and uh, he worked with captured German scientists. Huh. Neighbor, they reversed engineered huh. uh, the theoretical physics of these scientists. And I've come out with this now since you know my mom passed. I haven't come out with everything, because I've been told there's some things I should never say <laughs> if I want to see the next morning. But uh, he told me in 1984 and 1985 when he was terminal... Uh, you know, you, you can talk to people in this kind of situation. Like I became friends with Vance Davis, who was friends with Sergeant you know, Robert O'Dean, the senior master sergeant of NATO, who popularized the idea there were two dozen types of entities that were visiting us. by calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. I I took him into my confidence. I became friends with Jim Mars, and Jim was actually flown in to meet me covertly, and we became really good friends after that. I interviewed him a lot, but not too much on the ET issue because, you know, my mom was still alive and kicking. But to bring it forward, when I was a child, I had a knowingness. And 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 I had nothing to base it. On. I'm talking when I was six, eight, ten years old. And I had no idea what my dad did. He worked on rockets. That's what he told us. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, when Betty and Barney Hill happened, I was just a child. I actually cut out the article from the paper and hid it underneath an electronic football game I had. And mm-hmm. and I kept it for years and years and years because I just knew it was true, and I didn't know how I knew so cycle forward now I, I, I do geopolitics LA. I don't do too much on this topic but I'm going to have to really take another look nine years ago was my last year of coaching college basketball and I was out to happy hour with a bunch of friends who were coaches and uh, I went to the restroom I come out and this really attractive lady goes hello Dave and I thought Oh don't know her uh, yeah can I help you um, I'm sorry I don't remember who you are Oh, you don't know me, but we know who you are. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is a story that I avoided telling until recently because of the recent wave of stuff. And I I said, I'm really kind of confused. She goes, well, Dave, soon we know you're going to have a website. I hadn't even planned the launch of a website at that point. I had a radio show, and I didn't do this topic. And uh, she said, and you're going to be one of the ones to bring forward full disclosure. I said, full disclosure of what? She goes, who we are, where we're from and what we want and so (laughs) that's interesting Uh, i've never had music company so anyway i went back to my table freaked out after about a five ten minute conversation i looked back and she was gone gone and my friends are razzing me i'm married i'm in my 50s she was probably 30 and and i just laughed it off and wasn't about to tell them what was said but she made it real clear that she was an e t in some form, and I was perfectly that, sober.
1: that's what i that's what I figured.
0: yeah, yeah she yeah. made it very clear to me l a that what she was, and I was just freaked out. I thought, how does she know? We had contemplated a website I'm thinking, how did she know? now, about sixty days later, I went ahead and did it. um but I still didn't go down the e t path because it's something I really had to be careful who i who I confided in. Um, So I've always had this kind of like sidewalk interest in it. Um, Annie DeRiso, I don't know if you know Annie, but she hosts a lot of UFO conferences. She was my news director for six and a half years. And we had all these conversations off air. And she bugged me and bugged me to have more people on the topic on my show. Uh, But I didn't do it um, because I I wasn't really worried about the credibility. Now, I regret not doing it, LA, and this is why, you know, you're one of the most respected people in this field, and everything you you have said gets validated by friends of mine in the media, like Steve, who watch what you do, and uh, I'm so glad to have you on with this, but I'm telling you, I can feel it in my bones. There's something there, but I have a fundamental question for you. The people that I've been interviewing on this topic of recent, they kind of are divided into two camps. One is the Genesis 6 crowd that says these are Satan's uh, demons and this is a great deception and they're pretending to be aliens from different dimensions and different civilizations and planets but really they're all from the same source they serve Satan and the other is well it pretty much is as it seems to be um, aliens from different planets and sources and dimensions. Where do you come down on this argument?
1: Well I've been saying from the get-go I spoke Uh, Let let me answer answer that by asking a question, uh, rhetorically. I was at the UFO conference last January, the only conference before COVID hit, and we were up in Big Bear Mountain in California. And it was basically a UFO, hard, you know, hardcore UFO people. And I looked at them and I said, okay, let me ask you guys a question. I want you to show of hands. How many of you think it's okay to abduct a five-year-old, implant them, perform... uh, Perverse sexual experiments on on the five year old, and then return him.
0: La, you're cutting out just a little bit.
1: I paused for a fact and I said, "I'm sorry." Oh well.
0: Wow. Yeah. Can, can you back up about Internet twenty here. About seconds now? here? I can hear you just fine now.
1: Yeah. Okay. Great. So I, I I was at this conference and I asked the the audience rhetorically, but but I I wanted a show of hands, and I said, look. How many of you think it's okay that to abduct a five-year-old boy against their parents' wishes, to implant that child, uh, to perform sadistic sexual experimentation on him, and then return him, you know, 10, 12 hours later or whatever? How many of you think that's okay? Give me a show of hands. Not one hand went up. And I paused a little bit, and then I said, you've answered your own question, whether these entities are malevolent or benevolent. Or benevolent. I mean you just you just told you know here it is someone stood up and and pulled the covers off of it and and you know the the crafts look pretty
0: We're losing you again. dark
1: on this thing? And when you get Oh boy.
0: Okay, I can um, hear I can hear you now. Let me I, I don't know if it's the way you're orienting okay. but uh, it lasts about 10 seconds and then you kind of kick back in.
1: What I could do is I could try switching to another server on the Internet. Want me to try to do that? Well, let's go, and if it happens again for
0: a long time, I'll say yes. But Okay. okay. All right. But I'm sorry. The go point, ahead and continue. I, I
1: apologize for this. It's, no, pro- no listen, it happens. Internet, yeah, if we had known the Internet sucked like this, we wouldn't have bought the house. But the bottom line is people instinctively, human beings instinctively know that it's not okay to take a five-year-old boy and implant them. And the reason why I used a five-year-old boy in the implant story, when I started talking about implants now 22 years ago, I was laughed at by my Christian brothers and sisters. But I held you know, my, I held my ground and our watcher series with the late Richard Shaw, we had a guy who was at that time 45 when we put the implant out, but he was the boy I was talking about. He was a child that was abducted when he was five, and he was implanted against anything that his parents had to do. His parents were, were never. Why don't we take your son for a little bit? Never. Obviously that didn't happen. So and there's all sorts of strange stuff. that's a three hour conversation. We don't have that time, just around Bill, not his real name. But we took that implant out, and we're really one of the few teams that actually have it on f- film. Uh, some of that was stolen and became uh, a, a film which you can watch on Netflix. But that's when you see it, you can actually hear my voice. But we're never given any credit. But that was that was our money. That was Richard Shaw and myself and the late Dr. Roger Lear in the operating theater, and we did an entire uh, plethora of tests that the protocol that uh, that Dr. Lear had set up to make sure that this was a real implant. We all the science was there. We tested the implant. It had media. Your metal not found in this earth and on and on it went so I, I am firmly entrenched in the camp that first of all this is nefarious and it's highly malevolent and Jesus warns us in the prophetic literature that it will be like the days of Noah when he returns now remember when Jesus is saying this there is no New Testament and he's kind of making up the New Testament as he goes along but when he says this there is no New Testament out of the entire Tanakh, the Old Testament, why does he point to that? What's so special about the days of Noah? And this is why it's imperative for someone to understand the Genesis 3.15 narrative. Because unless we understand what's going on in Genesis 3.15, when we get to Genesis 6, where we hear about the Nephilim, or the Tower of Babel, shortly thereafter, or the five kings with Abraham, or, you know, moving on to Sodom and Gomorrah, and finally the conquest of Canaan, we we don't know what's going on. And, and arrive at, uh, at Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark 13, addresses talking about the end of the age. And Jesus says, It'll be like the days of Noah. We're all clueless. We have no idea what he's talking about. Genesis 3:15 tells us, and I believe it's a pre incarnate Christ. Adam and Eve just blew it, they decided to side with the dragon. Adam and Eve are there, and Jesus says to the serpent, the dragon, He goes, Your seed, your offspring will be at enmity at war. With the offspring of seed of the woman The coming one, the Messiah, he Will crush your head, you will bruise his heel That sets up the rest of the narrative The rest of the the, the entire Bible is based on that one phrase Because it's a seed war, Gary Stearman It's a seed war Between the seed, the offspring of a serpent And the seed, the offspring of the woman oh my. So What differentiates the days of Noah is that that seed is all over the place? There are hybrids walking amongst us, and of course, that's the title of Dr. David Jacobs' book, or probably the last one he'll ever pen. But walking amongst us, talking about this hybrid race. Um, Bill was taken; he was implanted. We got it on film. We took the implant. My Christian brothers and sisters were no longer laughing. Uh, people, I was ridiculed, and now it's you know it's 2021, and disclosure is happening. Uh, almost weekly there's an incident, something is going on we actually uh, showed a clip uh, that happened in San Bernardino as I mentioned a little earlier so I believe, and and let me back up that when I'm I'm giving lectures like I did at at the 2018 or 19 um, conference, which you know, thank you Steve for inviting me it was a really well put on conference it was awesome, very well attended, upwards of 3,000 people yeah, it was just incredible And when I'm at the conference, I walk out, and and my first slide, you know, is other than the introduction, is a a slide of the Hubble telescope of the universe. And I'll show two or three of those, and I'll go, if we are intellectually honest, we have no idea what this is or where we are in it. And I pause, and then I say, what I mean by that, if the United States of, of America is analogous to the universe, where the universe is analogous to the United States of America. Earth in Detroit, Houston, L.A., Tampa, we have no idea. We have no idea where we are or what this is. None. Zippo. And then we can read the biblical narrative, oh, this is just allegory, that God, the God of the Bible, will roll up the heavens like a scroll. Now, I'm a literalist, and I believe that's literal. I believe we're in a holographic universe. I believe that these entities that are coming here are interdimensional. Jock uh, uh, Valet also are or still still does believe. Maybe he's changed. I don't know. But for the most part, he believes that they are interdimensional, not extraterrestrial. Uh, J. Allen Hynek also believed uh, that they were interdimensional, uh, not extraterrestrial. So we don't. Again, we don't know what. The, And with mating with us. They are obsessed with creating some sort of a hybrid entity. That's that's what we're looking at. That's what's going on here. So with all that in mind, this look, when they come, let's just cut to the chase. When they come, they will say that E.T., they created all life on this planet. In other words, mm-hmm. they are our progenitors. They created all life on this earth. They also were responsible for manipulating early man's DNA to the present homo sapien they also created the world's earth the earth's religions, and at the same time jump uh, started jump-started the world's religions now at this critical juncture in human history they've decided to reveal themselves to usher mankind into a golden age and, oh by the way they'll have this little implant that you can take and it will extend your lifespan three to five hundred years or whatever, disease free. And they will also give us the energy which pilots the craft, which will change everything. So just over the weekend or last weekend, they were.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges.
1: Saying that it was all over the Internet that this technology will change everything. And they're right. A uh, thing will change overnight. I mean, remember, when COVID hit, in my opinion, it's like a dry run. Uh, this is this is the beast system. This is the advent of the B system, it's not the B system, but it's going to be. This is what the B system will do. And of the B system, and the entire world shut down. In the history of the world, we've never seen anything like this ever. And we all quarantine, and then Dr. Fiasco moved the goalpost, which is another three-hour conversation, which mm-hmm. we don't have time for. But the bottom line is, when they show up, that's going to be, and it'll be E.T. The world's religions will be will just crumble of their own weight, most of them. Um, I believe, and I, I know this is controversial, but I, there's a saying I coined a few years ago: "We go up, they show up. We go up, they come down." Something is obviously restraining them, otherwise they would have shown themselves a long time ago. But something restrains them. There's this cat and mouse game that goes on and continues to go on to reveal them, and I believe that's when the church is finally taken out. Now, I realize other people don't agree with that, and that's fine. We'll, we'll find out. Um, you know, if I'm wrong, then we're, <laughs> I'll be right next to you, Dave, in, in the in the underground bunker going, oh, my gosh, they're here. Because when they do show up, everything will change overnight. Everything will change.
0: Let, let me go back to the, the fallen angel concept where they bred, excuse me, they bred with uh, Earth women. This is interesting. We're getting noise interference here on a completely secure line. But anyway, um, what I'd, I want your opinion on, um, from what you're saying, I think you're telling us that there's a different genetic line on the planet that's descendant of this uh, inner breeding between them and us, our women. And... Uh, so are you saying there are two different species in competition with each other? And the one species uh, from the fallen angels, so to speak, are seeking to be totally dominant?
1: Well, the nephilim, the remains of a nephilim are still here. I mean, Steve Quell broke that story years ago. Yes. with a with giant story. Well, we backed that up with our Kandahar giant, and then we got our shooter together with his with his pilot, and we realized two different years, two different locations, two, two different giants. That was incredible. So they're here. The giants are still here. The Nephilim are still here. How old was the one shot in Kandahar? We have no idea. 1,000 years old, 2,000 years old, 3,000 years old? Because, remember, you're dealing with an entity that's a hybrid being.
0: Back to the... Yeah, back to the message I received from that unknown female, posing as a hostess who magically disappeared into thin air. And you're right. going to bring right. forth full disclosure. You'll be part of the group. I, is, the way she expressed it, is it that they want to be known? Is that the intent? Did I understand that correctly from what I was told?
1: They want to be worshipped. It's it's a couple of steps up the ladder. Okay, not okay. only Makes do they. Sense. They, they want to be worshipped that's the end game in my opinion
0: yeah I only bow to one entity <laughs> and, and I'm not yeah, sure how interdimensional it's all dimensional I think but uh, I bow to one entity not, not to this so this is going to be will this be the the conflict that's coming is this Armageddon
1: This will be, I believe, that the so-called alien presidents will play a great role in the seven-year tribulation. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. These are the signs and wonders that we will see. Um, This is men fading from fear from what is coming upon the earth. This is Jesus saying that even the elders would be deceived if that were possible. This is Jesus saying because they did not, or Paul saying because they did not believe the truth, God sends them, allows them, sends them strong delusion. Well, what is the truth? The truth and he is before all things, and he holds all things together. That, you know, by him by Him, all things were created, and in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions, rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him, and he's before all things, and he holds all things together. Now, we can believe that, or we can say, well, that's just a bunch of Christian mythos, that can't possibly be real. How can this guy just, you know, make everything like that? Well, the one scripture where it says... He holds all things together. Go jump to Revelation 19. And the rider on the white horse, which, of course, is Jesus. And out of his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with a rod of iron. Well, people have speculated what that sharp sword is. I think it hails back to the Colossians chapter that I just read. When he shows up on that plane in Armageddon, Lord of the Rings. We're not chopping the heads off of a bunch of orcs and all this stuff. He just simply, in my opinion, this is conjecture. He just undoes them. He ceases to hold. Hmm.
0: So, I'm sorry you just cut out on that. But if I understood you correctly, you basically said they just cease to exist. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That makes. He stops holding them together. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And you just and I and you wonder too if that's not the ultimate condemnation to hell. It's just non existent. It is. Yeah. That's that's what I've wondered too, but um the, the hybrid thing is very interesting to me. And I wanna put a little geopolitical twist in this, and I know some of this will be hypothetical, but we have people now running this country, I should say running this country into the ground, working against everything that makes any sense for the welfare of the country. And we have people supporting them to to their own detriment. And you have the CCP, who basically seems to be in charge here as the new world policeman. And you look at Biden, the Biden crime family, Pelosi, Uh, and her allegiance to the cartels which are controlled by communist china Um, do you think there's an awareness among this leadership i'm mentioning the visible leaders that we see not the ones behind the scenes do you think they know who they're ultimately serving
1: i think the people at the top do um just like adolf hitler knew who it was that he served i mean he he was no dummy you know he knew he knew where the power was coming from uh, and you know he was he's certainly a a t- type of anti-christ i think a select few know the end game uh, they are picked they are they are molded uh, there's there's no doubt i mean it, it's it, it makes sense i was on the hagman show a couple of weeks back and Doug was talking about you know we need to do something and that's when i i felt and this was a spirit led thing and I, I said well you know I'm sort of a student of the Civil War. I mean, not not a real serious one. Some of these guys are like, you know, deep, 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 deep. But I know enough about it to know that the bloodshed was something that we never want to repeat. That some of the things and the atrocities, are like like the charges, like Pickett's Charge and the slaughter and, and the concentration camps that were set up, were just unspeakable horrors that happened uh, to to the people in the Civil War. So we don't want to start that. But what we can do, and this is where the Holy Spirit, I felt, led me. Leszka Walesa in Poland, um, basically brought the former Soviet Union to its knees. Solidarity. The entire nation of Poland was under the thumb of this Union. People just said, we're not doing this anymore. You can't kill us all, but we're not doing this anymore. And enough people turned out, millions and millions and millions, where they basically, the Soviet Union surrendered. And that was, the, that was the beginning of the fall of communist Russia. That was the beginning of it. And that's what we need to do in this country. 80 million people voted for our president. And it was stolen from him. There, there's no doubt in my mind that this election, the, the, the fraud is through the flipping roof. Yeah. Sydney Powell stated over the weekend that she's going to bring something. Sydney, you know, what are you waiting for? Um, you got you got to bring it soon, because they are already taken the country apart. So what the 80 million people that that voted for Trump? I mean, look at CPAC over the weekend. We love you. I mean, there's never been a, never been a political figure like this who had the will of the people. It was stolen from him. They stole it. And the fact that the goofy Supremes and the Supreme Court won't even look at it as as uh, the center, the, the dissenting opinion. Clarence Thomas stated last week. The American people deserve better for this. As Mark Levin shouted on his program, they're spineless, spineless people, and they are. They're not. They're doing a disservice to the American people. So why all these yahoos go, yeah, 2022, 2024. No, you don't understand. There will be no 2022. There will be no 2024. We have to go back on November 3rd, 2020, and get that right first and make sure that the the, the real votes were counted, but they weren't. We all know it was stolen. So that's what needs to happen first. But on the other hand, some of this may be tying into the whole end-time scenario where look, Satan wants a new world order. Satan wants a global agenda. What stands in his way? United States of America. That's what stands in his way. I mean, Europe, Europe will fold like a, you know, a, a Boy Scout fire, campfire on a rainy day. I mean, it's over. Europe will just collapse. There's nothing there. They're, are, they're already bought and sold in so, in so many ways. I mean, you can go around globally. You know, India will jump at the chance. The will—they, they, you know, that's, that's basically the new world order. South America is an absolute disaster. That's why they're all trying to come up here. So you got, you got one, one country, you know, and it's, it's there. And the whole, in my opinion, I mean, we're getting the political thing here, but it's all, it's all connected. It's all dovetailed together. But this whole... COVID-19 fiasco where the goalposts are moved continually and Christy Noem said at CPAC, we never shut down, we never closed businesses, we didn't we didn't order a mask mandate, we made out just fine. But Dr. Fiasco, you know, created the collapse of our economy and all this nonsense is is leading to the, what they want to do, and I know you know this, is collapse the United States. Yes. That's what's standing in the way of a globalist agenda. So they've got to break the back of the U.S., and the american people the, the churches need to wake up pastors need to stand up and start and pound in the pulpit man because otherwise in a year or two if nothing changes there will be no uh no pulpit to stand in
0: well that's not going to happen i go back to uh my church participation oh let's call it 2022 20, years ago And our church used to organize anti-abortion rallies, completely peaceful, but forceful. You don't even hear pastors mentioning the word abortion and the genocide against babies. Don't even hear it anymore.
1: Not a word, not a peep, not a peep, not a peep. And this is, you know, this is the problem. The church, I mean, I get it. There's grace and mercy. Okay, I totally get grace and mercy. It, It operates in my life daily. I get that. But there, there comes a time when God just, just goes, I'm done. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm done with this, you know, and I think we're nearing the point. And maybe that's why we are where we are, because we, we have. Yeah, you know, I know look, I, this, this whole, and I know you know this, the, you know where it's going with this, this, new, uh, this new bill that they're trying to pass, you know, the e- Equality Act, and it's not equal at all. What it will do is put a muzzle on, on Christians Christian businesses, churches And everything else And it will, it will legit, legitimize the whole transgender movement And this, this is why It's Obama's third term And of all the things that they could be working on what are they? What's the bill What are they jamming down everybody's throat If the church doesn't stand up now If we don't stand up now and strike Good luck you, you, I'm telling you A year from now you won't recognize this place You won't You won't recognize it
0: well Trump had a good line at CPAC when he stood up and said, Do you miss me yet? It's only yeah, been like, a month and this country yeah. is already falling apart at the
1: seams. It is. It's exact it's true. It's alarming, Dave. Really alarming. And, it, and you, it, you it, put uh, in you you add the supernatural to this where these entities come down, the coming great deception. You add that to this mix, game over. Game over. And that's then you're, then you're kicking off the tribulation
0: at that point. Um, this might interest you to know. and I want, I'm going to tell you this quick story and then have you comment on it. I'm very good friends with Vance Davis, and he used to be out on the tour years and years ago. He doesn't do that anymore because he thought discretion was a better part of valor for his family. Uh, Vance is former NSA. Had a direct run-in with George H. W. Bush, and they had to pardon mm-hmm. him and his colleagues. He was part of the Gulf Breeze Seven. And uh, Vance, uh, I sought Vance out when I heard him talk about the secret space, space program in Art Bell's first time I ever heard Art show. And I and and he had an intermediary contact me. We've been friends for twenty eight years. Let me tell you what he told me about his training. Well, when he was training in NATO in Europe as part of the NSA, they taught him. That the good guys and bad guys had a war in the cosmos, and the bad guys lost, and they were cast to Earth, much to our misfortune. And that they tried to take over the soul, but they couldn't do it. They couldn't crack the code, so to speak. So then they wanted to change the human being. Without Vance knowing it at the time, and this was 1993, and he's telling me this. This is 28 years ago. He's describing transhumanism to a T. But the the, 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 the term was not in vogue. And, and I'd just like to get your reaction to that.
1: There's a scripture in, in Revelation that says they uh, basically travel and it lists a whole bunch of things and spices and, and all these different goods and men's souls. Uh, how do you travel in men's souls and who does, does that?
0: Hmm.
1: Entity to in two things. Creating hybrid being with us and changing our DNA. Um, there were three people that that th- three researchers, Doug Hamp, um, another gentleman whose name escapes me at the moment, um, and myself. We all published within a week or two of each other. There was no collusion. <clears throat> I remember talking talking to Dave Hamp when he mentioned this. I said, How how did you how do you know this? Did you did you steal my work? I mean, who told you about this? And and he said the same thing with me. Well LA I'm thinking that maybe somehow you stole my work. And what we realized the Holy Spirit gave it to three men all from different backgrounds and we wrote it we wrote about this from three different perspectives and this was hidden from the church for thousands of years and it has to do with the mark of the beast. We know that anyone who takes the mark winds up on a lake of fire. Yes. Well where where's the grace and mercy in that there is none. There is none. There's no grace in mind. You take the mark, you wind up in a lake of fire. So Doug's, Doug Ham's book, um, uh, Corrupting the Image, talked about what these entities were going to do to corrupt the image, which would mean you're no longer human, which means you would, you know, wind up in a lake of fire. I, I came at it from the perspective of the implants that we had firsthand knowledge, um, not, not hearsay, First hand knowledge, we already talked about that, taking out the implant from Bill. And I stated that these are prototypes of the mark of the beast. They will be inserted in your forehead or in your hand. They will change the host's DNA. These implants will change the host's DNA. So you will no longer be human. You'll live the three to five hundred years, just like the days of Noah, but you'll be you, you will no longer be human. And that's why That's why the judgment, that's why the severity of the judgment, that's why the judgment is just very clear. You take the mark, you're in the lake of fire. Why? Because you're no longer human. It will change your DNA.
0: This is what people are saying about the vaccine. It's going to change your DNA.
1: It will. It's got an RNA factor, which then takes and shoots it over to your DNA so it manipulates your DNA. Uh, there's no way in a million years I'm taking that stupid thing. But um, is that the mark? No, it's not the mark, but it's getting really close to it.
0: So you could take the vaccine and you're not condemned to hell, is that what I'm hearing?
1: I I would yeah, but I'm still not taking anything like that. That that's not that's not the mark. First of all, you take it in your shoulder, you know, not, not it's not it's not like an implant. It's not this mark. On, on the forehead or the hand. That's a whole different deal. But these implants that we handled, that's what I think that they are. It's a, They'll couch it as a DNA upgrade. That's how they'll couch it.
0: That's kind of what I'm getting to. That's what people I talk to who are afraid to speak out after what happened to the frontline doctors, but they're just disqualified. Yeah. And privately, they'll tell you exactly what you just told me. And uh, they also tell me it's tracking, too, because there's a frequency modulation to it. And then they can turn off illnesses, turn on illnesses. That's their belief, uh, because it's frequently modulated to certain illnesses with known patterns. And I said, how do you know this? Well, we work on it, but we have proprietary agreements that we can't talk about it. And if we talk about it, they come and get us. And I said, who comes and gets you? The people who enforce DARPA secrecy. That's what I was told. And what you're saying, I've heard before. Yeah, Um,
1: it's a really dark agenda, Dave. It is very dark. It's a a Luciferian agenda. That's what it is.
0: You couldn't say it more accurately. You know, it's interesting you'd say this. Um, I asked my father back in 1985, I said, where did they say the technology came from when you asked him? And he said, oh, they said it came from aliens. And I said, well, how did you respond? And he said, I asked him, did you ever meet any of the aliens? They go, well, no, but our commanding officers and our supervisors did and my dad walked away concluded he said son he says i don't know if this is true but my money is on these are satan's servants
1: mm.
0: and i've never forgotten that and that's that's Absolutely why not. that's why i i think i gravitated to steve Quayle so early in my broadcast career because i'd heard these things before um la i know that you're out there and and uh, people can learn a lot about what you know by following what you do so tell people how they can follow your good work
1: you know thank you again for having me on the show it's been an honor and a pleasure it's and my
0: my honor sir very much mine
1: <laughs> well you can go to lamarzuli.net Marzuli.net. there's all sorts of information there if you're interested in streaming any of our films you can go to streaming <coughs> streaming.lamarzulli.net all the Watchers series there. The Amitrail of a Nephilim series is there, in their own words, which I'm in the process of re editing. But you can, that's um, uh, about an hour and a half long. Uh, it was my first independent film. It needs to be re edited. It's just way too long, and I learned a lot since then. Uh, nine films on my own. So, uh, and I'm working on number 10. So, uh, you know, net. But, you know, the book, UFO, UFO Disclosure of a 70 year old cover up, that's all on the site. And that talks about everything we're talking about here, except it's it's more in depth because it's a book, not an hour show.
0: Sure. And 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 I and how can people get that book again?
1: By going to LA net. LA Marzuli dot net.
0: We're living in the most interesting of times you know my friend our friend Steve Quayle he has a saying and it fits so much what we've talked about here today Steve said on my show about six months ago what's coming is no longer coming it's already here Here.
1: yeah it's already here
0: it's already here and it, it truly is well la you know we're good, we're opening up a path that we're going to follow here on the common sense show we're going to continue to be true to our mission on geopolitics and so forth and preserving our constitution as much as possible but we have to do diligence on this so i want you to feel free when something comes up to feel free to contact me and say dave i've got something i think your audience would be interested in and we'll have you back on
1: Count on it, Dave. It's, it's, again, a real pleasure, and we'll talk again soon.
0: Thank you very much, L.A. L.A. Marzulli, ladies and gentlemen, uh, stay tuned. We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Thanks, L.A. Thanks, Dave. Well, it's been quite a year, hasn't it? bit of a nightmare for most people, and the holidays are a great time to reflect, especially on those who helped us get through it.